What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1 where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, bienvenidos, welcome in uh, their Airbuds podcast, a podcast about friendship. My name is Jamel. I'm Peter. My name is Mike. Happy, Happy basketball, basketball boys. Yeah. Wow, you actually said that at the same time. Y'all, y'all ain't even on the same continent. Well, I got to sneak it in now that Mike made me feel bad about not saying it, you know. That's true. Listen, happy basketball is for everyone trademark pending. So we just want to give it out, you know, into the world. Don't tell people we're filing the trademark. Now there's going to be some people trying to, like, swoop in on us. Tim, cut that. Tim, cut the the (laughs) trademark stuff. Trademark will be cut. Uh, Guys, let's get some business out of the way. We got a great episode coming up for you. A special episode. Special Friday episode for you. Uh... If you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, we will read whatever you write in there, on the air. It's a bad idea. Sometimes it gets us in trouble. But you know what? The reviews help us. Uh, five stars only. We love you. Uh, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod if you want to support the buds. $5 a month gets you some uh, bonus content every month. We do four bonus episodes a month at least. Jamel just drops uh, random music mix videos that are like 90 minutes long and feature like old yeah, uh, look, TLC videos in them. Look, I'm never going to, there's never going to be any toilet content. That is an air buds promise. I'm not peeing on nothing. I'm not going poo poo. No, no, no. <laughs> Jamel only poops in the Seven Eleven down the block. That's true. I have made a copy of the key at the same 7-Eleven. I feel like that's an inside joke that I'm not a part of. <laughs> no, no, it's just facts. Nah, that's not. The, what, the, the, I never pooped nowhere. The one thing that happened was I got a roll of toilet paper from the Agra Cafe. So shout out to the Indian spot on Sunset Agra Cafe. I, I offered them money and they just gave me a roll of toilet paper. You know, and that's the kind of customer service you can expect from Agri Cafe. Go to Agri Cafe on Yelp. Give them a five-star review. Uh, guys, we got a very special guest today. Uh, you know him as one of the hosts of No Dunks, fantastic daily podcast, sometimes like twice daily podcast even. Uh, he's an NBA Twitter all-star, and hey, Shaq one time touched his beard. Please welcome oh. the fantastic Trey Kirby. Happy basketball. Happy to swoop in and grab the trademark, you know, real quick while you guys were chatting. So <laughs> I have to, I have to apply for I'm this happy tonight. to share. I'm happy to license it. Oh, if, honestly, if you license intro? it to us. <laughs> no, uh, it's awesome to be talking to y'all. 
I was wondering what that notary was doing in the background <laughs> while I was doing your intro. Yeah, a lot of people keep a lawyer on retainer. For me, it's just a notary, just in case. I need the stamp at the ready. Honestly, being a notary seems like a really good con that we should all get in on. It's just like you just you file a $50 piece of paper and it's like you can now charge $100 to make a document legal. Why, why aren't I doing years. this? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Trey, how you doing? How you doing uh, in the pandemic? Uh, what's what's podcasting like on a daily basis uh, in terms of the NBA bubble? Tell us everything. Fill us in. Well, you said it. We're every day and sometimes more than once a day. So every day is very similar, uh, especially when it's <laughs> basketball at night, right? It's like I'm watching some great playoff games. The next morning we're up talking about them. And then guess what? The playoffs are back. And we're watching the same teams we watched a couple of nights before. It feels uh, a little samey, but um, it's also great. The bub's been awesome. The basketball has been incredible. It feels super fair to everybody. Um, And I don't know. I'm enjoying it. You know, I don't think that we would have had these four teams as the final four if the season plays out the way it would have in, uh, in a pre-pandemic world. But it's fun watching it right now. I'm loving it. Did you just say Pat Riley started... COVID-19. Is that what you just theorized on this podcast? Well, I mean, the Heat were ready for it, you know? The Heat were ready. <laughs> they said they got it. Yeah. I heard them say today on the broadcast that they have to give their body to the bubble. I was like, wow, man, that's pretty deep. I heard that too, That's yeah. pretty deep. <laughs> the Heat are kind of like, they're kind of like the team that would be the into like, sur- the Heat would be into like survivalist gear for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. They are, they're probably making being in the bubble harder than it even needs to be. They're like having weight checks for absolutely no reason. They're all like under quarantine right now. You know, nobody's going anywhere, uh, but you're still checking in on them on the regular. Sounds like something Pat and the boys would do. Someone on the Miami heat staff eliminates one fourth of all of the meals that they get before they get them compared to everyone else. (laughs) Yeah. They're the only team that brought a nutritionist with them. (laughs) Guys, I have a theory. COVID-19, you know how they were saying, once the weather gets hot, it won't spread as well, right? Heat, like, dissipates a virus. What are the two teams that, that kind of thrive the most in the bubble? Heat and the Suns, wow. Heat and wow. the Suns, baby. Wow. Wow. So I think you cracked the case, honestly. Yeah, so just get Jimmy Butler to go to COVID and... Uh, Go to COVID headquarters. Yeah, to go to COVID <laughs> go headquarters. To, go to COVID's house. Yeah, guys, let's get into the game. The uh, the, the the Heat just defeated uh, the Boston Celtics. What was it? One hundred six, one hundred one. Twenty twenty is wild because as a Cavs fan, I cannot wait to watch the Heat play and root for them on a daily basis. They're a beautiful, beautiful basketball team to watch. I never thought about that. Yeah, you must. It must be like really tugging at your heartstrings that you were having to root for what was probably your most hated team up until this year, right? Yeah, but honestly, like, fuck it. The world is upside down. And, you know, as a Duncan Robinson truther myself, I was a Michigan baby and Tyler Hero, even they've even got me rooting for fucking Kelly Olynyk. Like, what upside down are we in? It is weird because, I man, you I remember when you burned your uh, Stan Van Gundy uh, clip-on bow tie. I did. I did. I've also definitely stabbed a voodoo doll of Kenny Ol- Kelly Olynyk after he ripped Kevin Love's shoulder out, too. So, Oh, yeah. They got history. Uh, I'm a Bulls fan, and it's like, this could have been the Bulls. This should have been the Bulls. The Bulls were major uh, foils to the Heat in the 2010s as well. 
But I'm out there. I'm like, man, if I squint hard enough, red and black, I can just imagine this is the Bulls doing it. Like this is this is feeling great to me to see Jimmy Butler like constantly coming through in the clutch while Paul George is just completely melting away. I'm like 2015. We're revisiting it. You know, the George versus Butler debate is over and it's feeling great as a Bulls fan. Unfortunately, it's living it through the lens of actually cheering for the heat. It is tough, but it's 2020. Are they sweeping? I don't got them no, sweeping. Come on, still. come on. The Celtics are good. The Celtics are actually good. They've lost these games by five and three points. It's It's been close, but like they're just botching it. They got no you know idea what, what's going on out there. There's a botch, but you know what else? The Heat are just bigger, dog. Like, Duncan Robinson is actually big as shit. And what I saw right, yeah, was okay, the, we played the a game. Celtics Jamil and I get... played a game before we started recording without thinking about it or looking it up. Just give me your answer as soon as possible. How tall is Duncan Robinson? 6'8". Six six, okay. You guys are both right. Well, Jamil and I were both like six yeah. foot three. Yeah, I thought he was five four. I thought he was Danny DeVito. See, I root so, for University of Michigan as well. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. He's, so, yeah. he's listed like, at six tall, seven. Man, he's tall. Yeah. He just needs a chance out there. Uh, but he finally six got eight it. with Wallabies. Six eight with Wallabies. Uh, <laughs> just they couldn't get it. The Celtics couldn't get a board. I saw the Heat get like four chances on mad possessions. Yeah. Tyler Hero is like, he's like Steph Curry right now in terms of like being a really good guard at rebounding. Like he, I think I saw him get like two offensive rebounds in one possession. Oh yeah. Uh, the Heat were, the Heat were getting after it, no doubt in the second half. And I felt like uh, you could even tell the size difference when the Celtics are trying to break the zone, right? And they're trying to get the ball to the guy at the free throw line. And it's either Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown. And then it's like Bam is around them and Derek Jones Jr. And, and Jimmy Butler, you're like, that's a that's a ton of arms for guys who are actually, you know, they are guards. You know, Marcus Smart's six mm-hmm. three or whatever he is, and they're just surrounded, and it's tough to make plays out of there, especially when you're trying to figure it out uh on the go. So I mean that's the huge adjustment is they played zone in the whole second half. What are the Celtics gonna do? Because Kemba was balling for a while and then it was completely shut off. And that's a problem. Any any defense that encourages Marcus Smart to shoot more is a good defense <laughs> in my book. Feel like that's the key to any victory is sometime in the game convincing Marcus Smart that it all depends on him jacking up this 32 footer. I don't know. Didn't he shoot like 11 threes in a game this season? He had an 11 three game. He had a five three game in the fourth quarter against the Raptors, right? Like in game two or something like that. He's he's super streaky, but I mean, you still you're still rooting for him to take it if you're the Heat. Yeah, every day. True. Every day and twice on Sunday. I just also feel like this is a very much, you know, as a Bulls fan, we've got a Sixers fan in the house. It does feel like a very much Jimmy Butler revenge tour of like scorned girlfriends with also the Timberwolves just being like, you guys all, all you had to do was just not be incompetent. And this could have been you. That's exactly right. Yeah. As one of Jimmy Butler's scorned girlfriends, I will say. Uh, I'm so happy he's thriving right now. It's like watching him in like a better relationship and being like, you know, we weren't right for each other. I'm glad Jimmy has found the right person. Uh, We've talked about this endlessly uh, on the podcast. The Sixers fucked up in letting him walk away, and I will bring it up whenever I can. See, They chose chose a coach they were going to fire a year later over him. See, Trey, you got to let him warm up. He kind of takes a couple (laughs) seconds to get into the Sixers' dismay. I I love it uh, because thankfully the Sixers 
fucked it up so much more recently that people forget that the Bulls even messed it up in the first place. It's like they <laughs> traded him for Zach Levine. Okay, but they traded him because they trusted Fred Hoiberg more. You know, it's like it was Fred Hoiberg. Jimmy Butler was 27 when the Bulls traded him away. Uh, and it was all just because he's like, hey, I'm the hardest worker and the best player. You should pay me the most. And they're like, excuse me? That makes no sense. Are you kidding me? That's all we ever ask for from a player. You're willing to do it? No, get out of here. Uh, but yeah, and it's also like, you know, LeBron's in the Western Conference now. So Jimmy Butler doesn't have to deal with uh, the specter of LeBron. He can actually have a chance to maybe be the best player in the Eastern Conference. Feels like it was meant to be five years too late. I think the moral of the story is do not trust a white man named Fred. No <laughs> trustworthy white Freds in the history of anything. They're shooting O for the field. <laughs> I can't think of any white Freds right now. Exactly. Flintstone? Fred Savage, <laughs> sketch. Oh, Fred, Fred Savage. Flint, Fred Flintstone, not real. Freddie Kitchens got fired. Yeah, that's uh, Fredro Starr enough. is black. <laughs> yeah, Fredro Starr, I'm pretty sure, is not white. He is black. Um, I don't know. Uh, Trey, you, you seem certain that uh, the Heat will not sweep the Celtics, and yet it seems certain that the Heat were going to win these first two games up until the heat stormed back on them. Why won't they sweep? I don't, I, I think the Celtics are good. That's the, that's the main thing for me is they've been, you know, top five kind of on both sides of the ball for the whole year. And when that's the case, you're, you're in the championship mix. So they'll bounce back. But I think um, they have major tactical things to figure out. It feels like they're really having a tough time keeping Daniel Tice on the floor. They're pretty good when he's on the court, but he's hacking everybody out there. I feel like uh, so many guys got hit in the face tonight. Like, it was crazy how many oh, yeah. people got hit in the face. Uh, so when he went out, you know, Kemba took a, a shot to the face as well. That really derailed the Celtics. Now they're going to be playing probably Grant Williams a lot. The guy's a rookie. Like, some rookies are great. Tyler Hero was ready. Grant Williams closed out the Raptors series. But, like, who knows what you're going to get. So they got to they gotta figure it out. But also it comes down to Tatum's got to be better. Like, he's been outplayed by Jimmy Butler down the stretch in both games. And that's a huge matchup right there. Tatum's got to be the best guy for the Celtics. He has been for the most part of the game, but in winning time, Jimmy's coming through with the plays. Tatum isn't. He went like, what, 0 for 7 in game one in the fourth quarter in overtime. Just couldn't get buckets. And he's the guy that looked like, here's the next superstar coming down the pipeline who's going to be getting the buckets. Let's see it, man. And I'll tell you, he's getting the superstar treatment from the broadcast. If I, Oh, baby. I, I feel like I know Deuce intimately at this point. I feel like Deuce is like my little cousin. I've seen so much of Deuce. I just see the like, one video. I just keep seeing Doris Burke being like, oh, and then it's him picking up Deuce at the bus. But I have seen it eight times. Yeah, they yeah. were very excited. They're like, man, I cannot wait. This child is almost out of quarantine. We're going crazy from Deuce. <laughs> yeah. Counting down uh, the minutes. There's a very specific niche of uh, NBA Twitter that were freaking out in a horny fashion because Doris apparently said, hi, daddy, in that video. <laughs> And people, people were cutting out the snippet of her just saying hi daddy just like, like i love it. when you refer to horny nba twitter as not you you are the leader of horny nba twitter <laughs> did i open up premiere to edit that clip yes but <laughs> but other it's people just, had to retweet yeah. it come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just you and jr smith <laughs> jr smith is incel nba twitter which, Actually, is no, he, technic, which is technically horny. 
Right. He did technically back horny. That. Yeah. Trey, I don't know if you've if you've been following the saga of J.R. Smith's social media account, but he took a, a hard turn into men's right activism for a while oh, there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The, the alimony payment started hitting him. He was at the house a little too much. Oof. Yeah, he wasn't on a team, and he kind of fell down like a 4chan hole, it seemed like. But he's out now. He's good. <sighs> well, that's, back, I mean, I don't, I don't like the sound of that, to be honest with you. But I don't know. I can see people getting caught in Instagram rabbit holes. You know, we had Kyrie Irving telling people the earth was flat based on an Instagram rabbit hole. Nothing really surprises. Can we take a minute to talk about J.R. Smith's employer, the Los Angeles Angles? <laughs> yes. But before we do that, guys, look, I'm not going to do a whole ad read here. Trey, you're, you're familiar with Manscaped, right? <laughs> Am I familiar? <laughs> I listen to your podcast. I'm, I'm, a, I'm aware of how familiar you are. <laughs> you were talking to the president of Manscaped right here, Matt. Is it, is Man, has Manscaped contacted every podcast with uh, testosterone near it? If you talk about sports anywhere near a microphone, Manscaped has you. <laughs> yeah. been they got touch. your back and they got your balls. <laughs> they hold them in a little in a little beautiful little cup like that. I know this is an audio medium, but just imagine the little the little bird pouch. Imagine the yeah. cup. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> Bloody Mary of 2020. It's like you say like three hot takes no microphone and Manscaped shows up. But uh manscaped.com slash buds. I'm sorry, not even slash buds, code buds. Uh gets you 20% off, gets your free shipping. Go check it out. Trim those right, nuts, guys. baby. Yeah. Look, we all know your dick is too hairy. Let's <laughs> fix that. Yeah, together. Yeah, let us On a fix Twitch. that for you. We going to yeah. do that. All right. Just wanted to get that I'm out of the way. I'm just going to, you know, I got to say it. I got to say it. I love the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. I just love it. It's the best on the market. It's yes! the best. Can't even help yourself. It's just I can't. Happy, yes, you know? yes. Yes. You know, I go downstairs sometimes. I see the ceramic blade glistening. I just want to hear it. I just want to hear it. <laughs> okay. Look, this is how much Trey loves. He's he's not even promoting his own <laughs> podcast code here. All right. This is code buds. This is not code no dunks. You know and what? yet Hold on, he loves I got something. the lawnmower 3.0. I have something important to say. Okay. I love the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> That's just, I we just can't let this pass it. by. I can't. It can't wait. All right. I'm sorry. All right, let's move on, guys. Uh, tomorrow is game one of the Western Conference Finals. The Los Angeles Angles. Is that what we call them? The Los Angeles Angles? The Angles uh, Versus the Denver Nuggets. Uh, folks, who do you got? Well, uh, LeBron has lost a ton of game ones in his life and in this bubble. So I have to say, Lakers, just to buck the trend. Oh, smooth move, man. I don't know. I think the Lakers will give it up. They haven't played for it'll be like almost a week when they actually play tomorrow or whenever this whenever they're playing. Um, And the Nuggets are like, I don't know. They're just used to playing every single ever other night. You know, they've been playing these seven game series. They don't really have a break. It's just on to the next one. Um, yeah. And the Lakers they've played they the maximum amount of games so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. You know, the Nuggets or the Lakers are going to come out with their standard formations. They're like, we're going to try everything from the reset. We're going to try our centers out here. We're going to try our basic defenses. We'll see what happens. And that plays kind of into the Nuggets hands. You know, the Nuggets want to see them playing with big guys. You know, you don't want to see Jokic trying to take Anthony Davis off the dribble. That's not going to be happening. And if if uh, if AD's playing the five, that's just a 
little tough for Denver, but there's no way LA does that to start. So maybe, maybe the Nuggets steal game one. I'm feeling optimistic about it. I want the Nuggets to pull this off. I'm feeling, you know, um, it's just fun watching a team that doesn't play like anybody else and players that don't play like anybody else. It does feel very Oklahoma City in whatever year they went to the finals with Harden, Russ, and Durant. Like, are we sure. looking at the next? Are we looking at the next six years of like dominance in in the West? And I, I mean, I think the LeBron, like I think you know, there's like that meme where you're using different percentages of your brain, you know, and it's like beaming from all different sides. I feel like bald LeBron is actually peak LeBron. I think this is like he's kind of reached a whole nother level. You're saying of... that because you're bald, Peter? Yes. <laughs> Yes, and just like LeBron, I am at my best when I embrace it. It's who I am, and it's how I thrive. I think they're they're also just like they're they're bigger up front. Anthony Davis is is like a kind of figured out that he's. It was like when they just figured out against the Rockets, they're like, oh, they're a middle school team and we're a high school team. <laughs> and I think that you know, Jokic was really they were doing the same thing against the Clippers. That's why Zubac was playing seventy two minutes a game. Like, Harrell was trash, and I think that there's just more – they got more going on on the defensive side that is really going to be a problem for the Nuggets. But they're fun. I'm happy for the Nuggets. I think Heat Lakers is what we deserve. Now, Peter, you said that LeBron has embraced baldness. Uh, has he? It seems like he's kind of holding on there. I feel like you can still embrace baldness. Like, I feel like he's embracing baldness the way, like, John Travolta embraces baldness. Like, we all know he's wearing a lace front wig, <sighs> but he still shows up bald sometimes when he's not feeling it. You know, you can, if you're oscillating between the two and just not pretending, then that's yeah. some form of an embrace. You know, yeah, if I like, had LeBron money, I would get the the hair sewing, too. You know, that's fine. It's like a mood ring, but it's his whole head. <laughs> A head ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mood head, it's great. Uh, Yeah, I kind of agree. You know, he's just embracing it for right now. He's happy to go with, like, uh, the random guy from the 80s look. Uh, But then once we get get back outside of the bubble, he'll probably go back to looking like he has hair again. Dog, he's getting stem cells. Who's the (laughs) all-time most shocking, like, bald-to-having-hair person? Jason Alexander. I that's exactly where my mind went. Jason Alexander in the Nickelback video where he plays a barista is the most shocking. Wait, that guy has hair now. <laughs> also, the cameo on Criminal Minds where he has long gray hair. Oh, right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Super strange. Uh, guys, let me ask you a question. Aside from LeBron, the two biggest stars in the series are obviously Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic, right? Yeah. I would think. A lot of the league's most exciting players right now are big men, right? You got Embiid, you got Cat, you got Jokic, you got AD, uh, you got Aiton, who's coming up big in Phoenix. Um, is it time the NBA shifts the rules back towards like kind of the Shaq era, like favoring the big man in the post to kind of exploit the fact that some of the most exciting stars are not six foot three dudes shooting three pointers? Well, since the Wizards have the tiniest centers in the world, I'm <laughs> going to say no. We should not do that. Yes, as a fan of a Cleveland backcourt that's 5-7 and 5-3, I'm also against that. People, 
you know, people want to get rid of centers just in general. They're like, get rid of them uh, for the All-Star game. That was the first step. They're like, these slow guys are all slowing everything down. We got to get Jamal McGlure in there for absolutely no reason. So <laughs> obviously we need to get rid of, rid of centers. And then as soon as they got rid of centers in the All-Star game, people are thinking, all right, All-NBA, that's up next. We're getting rid of All-NBA centers as well. Meanwhile, the most exciting centers we've ever seen are playing. We need more centers on the All-NBA ballot. Five centers. Uh, but no, I don't know. That's the great thing about these players is that all of these exciting guys are just learning how to be able to do everything on the court rather than just dunk it or just literally stand there, right? Like literally just take up space and be a big body that runs into people. That was the job requirement for years and years. And now, um, if you've got a guy who's six foot 10 and can actually do basketball stuff, you're one of the best players in the league. Also, Jokic is one of the best point guards in the league, hands down. It's not even close. And and Bam, for that matter, too, is not that far behind. They, like It's not like you need to nah. make the rules different for them because they're already acting according to how the rules are anyways. That, that over-the-head pass to Jamal Murray was the biggest fuck you Paul George has felt in all of his playoff woes. It was... And he felt yeah. a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. It was the, my it favorite was, part of that video is uh, Patrick Beverly... Uh, flopping. <laughs> still up to it, huh? Still up to it. As the season yeah. is finally petering away, yeah. still 14 seconds left. You're down 20. You're about to get bounced from the bubble, and you're still trying to draw a foul, even you're the one that draped your arms all over Jamal Murray. I'm a little confused with the, the, the Patrick Beverly swag of, like, I hate the stars on our team when we're losing, but also I'm with Paul George laughing my ass off when Dame misses two free throws. Like, which which side, man? What is it? What's the vibe there? Because both of them feel wildly inconsistent and inappropriate. Dude, I... man, he's an emotional man. You can't look, guys. Yeah, we all got bullied in high school, okay? And sure, it was by a Patrick Beverly archetype, perhaps. <laughs> but this is this man's life, okay? It's live or die every moment. Yeah, I say I kind of do agree with that, where he's like, he has to be so on edge to even like stay in the NBA that he was like, he's going to go over the edge at any opportunity, no matter what it is. Um, But he uh, he applied to play with a knife. He asked the front (laughs) office if he could play with a knife on that Zoom call. You know, you got to check. You just got to check. You got to see what the regulations are. Yeah, I wouldn't want to not ask. That's what he yelled at uh, Michelle <laughs> Roberts for. He said, why I can't have a no, knife? No knife. <laughs> if Kawhi's not playing, I get a knife. I, which, honestly, I think is fair. That is fair. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and predict uh, the Lakers win in five. Uh, but my heart wants the Nuggets to win because I think the funniest possible outcome for this bubble would be a Heat Nuggets final. Oh, then we could just do uh, chicken nuggets in the oven memes. <laughs> it's heat nuggets. <laughs> it's perfect. Hey, here's a weird question for you guys. Who gets in the Hall of Fame first? Kawhi Leonard or Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah, I just think Doc because he's older. I mean, that's my yeah. whole vote for it. Is Doc ever going to stop coaching? That's my... Okay, I mean, okay. I, I guess Kawhi, you're right, because... Kawhi's got like what five more years left in the tank, maybe. 
I think he's probably got five good years left. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to play five, five more years. Well, where does, where do Kawhi and PG go now? Do they stay? Are we just riding this out with them? Because they've already, like, how are you making this team better over the next two to three years? Well, oh, PG's I think like, they absolutely don't leave me, yeah. Yeah, they have, they each have one year left and uh, on their contract with, I think, a player option. Both, uh, this is very, like, 2012 Miami Heat. Like, we have everything in place. We just need to figure it out. Um, I don't think... I don't know. They'll make some personnel changes, but you don't just blow up a team with like two of like the top 10 players in the league on it. That happens all the time now. That happens like every like two months. (laughs) That's true. The real change they should make is this is the time. This is finally the moment. Change the fucking name. Change the name of your team. Do it. There is such a stain on like it is almost as bad as the. If the Clippers were somehow racist against boats, it would be bad. Tim, bleep that out. Tim, yeah. could you bleep that? <laughs> I don't think that's fair to say, but, you know, I think I'm it's saying, pretty far off from yeah, being one is just a boat. Yeah. One is just a boat. Yeah. The ineptitude of the Washington football team franchise is pretty darn close with all of the sexual misconduct. You compare that to everything that was happening with Donald Sterling. I'm just saying. What is because there ever been a better time for just a rebrand? Be like, actually, we're the we're the Los Angeles Joshua Trees. We're the we're the Los Angeles four oh fives. We're the Hove Lanes now. Literally, be fucking anything and change it up. <laughs> the Los Angeles dude who sells Molly's phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, that'd be hard. <laughs> oh my god, I would love and then to the see- numbers are all the numbers on the jerseys are phone number link the, it, the logo is a text bubble personify a phone a phone number into being a mascot is it just is it just 10 digits running around or it's a it green like- bubble it's a green bubble dancing <laughs> <around>. <laughs> a dancing speech bubble that's great i mean it's an improvement on the clippers uh certainly <laughs> You can also yeah. still probably just keep Chuck the Condor. I don't feel like that has any more of association to a Molly phone number than it does a boat. You know, Maybe it makes more say. sense, honestly. You're like, there you great. go. There sure, you go. condors, why not? Okay. I think we got a, I think we got a plan. Adam Silver, you know where we at. Guys, let's uh let's talk about one thing. Jamal, I know this is gonna be near and dear to your heart. <sighs> I'm just uh, taking a breath. I'm just breathing. Bradley Beal snubbed. Once again, from an all-NBA team. How do you feel? Uh, I feel like I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, be one, because I actually don't play basketball and I'm not Bradley Beal, so it's like hard, you know, because Bradley Beal don't pay my bills. Like, just that, those general principles. But I don't know. Like, I was on his side, but then something about the amount of posts was like, all right, chill out. You're already getting a max deal. What are we talking about? It's not like you're working for a new deal. You just signed a new deal. Chill. I know you got robbed, but all day, it's like, damn, the actual, the good teams are playing, Brad. Cool it. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's teams, right. Brad. Yeah, chill. But, like, he he should have been on the NBA third team. He, had a, he was better than Russ. He was better than Ben Simmons. And I nobody can convince me otherwise. 
You just want him to throw him a third-team bone? Come on. Throw him a bone. I mean, he deserves second, if we're being real. But just in terms of the politics of it all, you could have they could have given him third. What the fuck? I think this the whole system's fucked up. Second team change. is wild, Jamel. We second team is a little thirty and six. Fuck off. What yeah. do you mean that's what do you mean that's wild? What do you mean wild? Nah, that's not wild. I think the system's wild. I think LeBron <laughs> LeBron's the MVP every year. LeBron's the MVP every year. They gotta change true. it should be it should they should change it to most impressive player. Just change just change all of it. But the, so who would? What is the definition of impressive? I feel like <laughs> who's there's cool, already who's so much argue, arguing over value valuable. Because if we already know it's LeBron, this way you could just be like, all right, yeah, Giannis does freakier dunks. Very impressive. Very impressive yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, impressed. But it's honestly, not really yeah, like, I'm, valuable. I'm incredibly impressed with Kelly Oubre. I love his style. I love he's a handsome man. Like. Maybe he's not as good of a basketball player as Giannis, but I would I would think he's a more impressive person. Well, if you're horny, yeah, what impresses you? <laughs> Mike? Yeah, well I'm voting with my horniness. If I'm if I if I ever get <laughs> into like the NBA media voters and be like, just to make it clear, I'm voting for whoever makes me the horniest. <laughs> horniest yeah. yeah. And then they take my my access away. Uh I think Bradley Beal belonged on second team all nba uh it, it's stupid that he didn't make it uh this man is the most stub man in all of nba he's a sally field of the nba and uh someday he'll realize that we love him oh come on come on you're telling me what he's the new damian lillard the guy who's gonna always be upset about getting snubbed even though he's not getting that snubbed that hard come on bradley beal i mean he had a great season we saw james harden get left off of a third team when he was like 29 7 and 7 and finished top five mvp but he suddenly didn't make an all-NBA team. It didn't make any sense. Uh, so, you know, Beal, put some W's in the column for the Washington Wizards. The Washington Lizards? Are you kidding me? Bradley mm. Beal? Put oh. Zach Levine on the third team if you're talking about trash guards who score a bunch of points. Okay, Trash guards. Now, hold, the, hold the phone. Don't invoke Zach Levine's name like that. Right, don't do that. You know you dead wrong. You dead wrong for that. <laughs> Uh, Bradley Beal's a lot better than Zach Levine, but uh, Thank you. <laughs> I just got, I just got to stick up for my guy. There's like one guy that's exciting on the Bulls, So I got at least act like he's sort of good occasionally. I mean, look and the ill shit is they both are terrible when it's clutch time. Low key. Like I think Brad has more game winners or like Zach gets them too, but like the, the turnovers that he throws are always when it's like five minutes. It's like a two possession game with like six minutes left. He's getting trapped. And coughing that bitch up, you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen that too many times. So there's flaws in the man's game. I mean, I, I I'm not that delusional, but yeah, he's good. He's a lot better than I ever thought he would be, too. And uh, now that he's actually like gets to be the number one guy, I'm like he'll be pretty good. Um, and who knows? Who knows if they'll be able to get a team around him before it's time to start talking about him being the trade target, right? Because that's a guy that you're going to see put in the mix all the time. Again, he's always in the mix. I think he likes being in the mix and not doing anything. I think he I think he's I think he's into just being courted. It is enjoyable, you know. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to be flattered. People yeah, saying yeah. you could be second team all NBA. You're like, ooh, music's my ears. <laughs> it's exactly it's exactly how I act when I go out of town and then I get on Tinder again. I'm like, hey, 
Yeah, I'm not in LA. Let me get it. Let me fire this. <laughs> let me fire this thing back up. Let's see what's around. <laughs> Imagine uh, you re-downloading Tinder like you're pulling a lawnmower. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. I, I have my, <laughs> I definitely have my iPod connected to a potato. <laughs> when I do it, when I do it. <laughs> uh guys, before we wrap it up, uh Trey, we had a topic come up on the podcast kind of recently it was actually uh stemmed from a five-star review that someone left us on apple podcast uh and you know when jamel told me that you were coming on the show i immediately thought of this and thought trey might have some fun input on this topic uh the question here is if your five fingers could dispense any five liquids (laughs) but they were the only liquids you could drink for the rest of your life what would they be now like five individual liquids five and yes. indiv- one one for each finger the the author of this question <laughs> jazz fan did actually follow up via email with us to give us more stipulations uh you cannot choose liquid gold that is that, that's what i yeah that was dumb options. as fuck benner that <laughs> was wrong you cannot choose liquid gold okay yeah All right, so it, it, it truly has to be something that you would like truly drink uh but like soy sauce doesn't count like, like soy sauce is like a condiment or oh, something you oh, cook okay. with what, hot so sauce, it's not, it's not, any sauce is out come on those are major liquids well you, get to, those are, you just get to have them no right, you yeah. just get to have them. so like there's you can still consume still them okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like it's purely these are the five liquids you can you have to drink for the rest of your life <laughs> You know, straight water. Yeah, yep, <laughs> I'm sure yep. you've heard of it. Yep. You yeah, you guys know yeah. water. A good Big one. Water. This show this is pro water. Yeah. I'm going index finger. Honestly, probably water. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only one I really care about. That's the one I want to have locked and loaded. Otherwise, whatever. Um, coffee, of course. Mm-hmm. And then other liquids that I'm actually consuming regularly are going to be tough, especially if you're telling me sauces are out. Um, and also well, sauces you can still eat in your real life. Yeah, you can, you can still have all sauces. Yeah. You can you can eat a food. soy sauce. It's just yeah, like you, but you know, yeah. like but you but you, you want to be able to like shoot. This, you just try and think through your day. Like, when am I really encountering liquids? You know, like when are the liquids <laughs> that are essential to my life? I'm like sauces are coming up a lot, especially if I don't need you know a finger that's gasoline. I'm like, hey, look, look how great this is for the environment. I can fill my car up. With gasoline, that would be huge to me, but right, yeah. Look, but I think that would that would that yeah. would go uh, to the yeah. liquid gold ru- rule. Yeah, it's like, you're talking yeah. liquid gold at that point. Okay. Yeah. Um, unsweetened iced tea. I'll go for another finger. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we got this. Now we're rocking and rolling. We got these guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to get my <laughs> rock and rolls left. Uh, for, so for that, I'm definitely going with. Uh, Give me a sparkling water. Do, do you want me to specify a sparkling water? Because give me a spin drift over a LaCroix. You know? Ooh. Okay, yeah. You add Great call. flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, um, I like to at least taste the flavor rather than imagine the flavor. And that's what it comes down to for me. And a, a fifth finger, a fifth finger perhaps, like um, something gingery, like a ginger beer perhaps. See, I'll I'll I'm ginger, ginger ale myself. Let's go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ginger ale is basically medicine. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the number one drink on airplanes, right? Like, you have to have it because of your stomach. I don't understand how that's supposed Always. to work. But, I don't know uh, why. Recommended. 
Because ginger helps settle your stomach. Was that something that I was taught nausea. at some point, though? Like, why? Why do I always drink ginger ale on an airplane? When you walk in, they tell you. It's just recommended. It's uh, It comes with the seat. They're like, you're going to want this. But you're right. It is because allegedly, alledly, ginger settles your stomach. But in ginger ale, come on. I'm like, yeah. how much, like, how I don't much think real it, ginger are we talking here? Yeah, I don't think it's a dry spin, shaven. A spindrift ginger? Maybe you're getting, <laughs> like, on the outside of their can, it'd say, like, one craggly knob of fresh ginger per can. Sounds delicious. Crag, first time craggly's ever been said on the, on the program. <laughs> isn't that isn't that what craggly is? I don't know. That is craggly. Yeah, the way a ginger looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like a Fraggle Rock character. Yeah, craggly and fraggly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, let's wrap this up. This has been fun. Trey, thank you for your answer. I think I'm just gonna start asking every guest this question. I like Seems it. Seems like the way to go. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Trey, you got you got any place you uh, you want to plug? Any social medias? Any any uh, TV shows you like? <laughs> the only TV shows, literally the only TV shows I watch at this point are NBA basketball. Whenever mm. it's on, bass fishing on YouTube and Below Deck Med on Bravo, and that's it. And I'm loving okay. it. You know, that's my okay. bubble content. So I'll plug sure. those hard. You know, check out bass fishing. You heard of fish? They're great. Let me ask you, did you, did you get in? Cause I, I, again, I listened to your podcast, uh, here and there. Uh, I, I know that you've gotten very into bass fishing, uh, in the pandemic. Was it spurred by, uh, NBA players? A hundred percent. Um, yeah, I grew up in like a tiny town. Uh, and my wife, uh, grew up like 10 minutes away. She grew up on a lake. Uh, so we were, we drove home to visit some family and we were there and it was like, Every piece of every Twitter was like, here's Ben Simmons catching a fish. Here's Paul George catching a fish. You know, I was like, huh, I used to love fishing when I was in high school. Oh, wait, all of the stuff from high school is in my mom's garage right now. I'll go get it and remember the lakes that I was at. So I just, you know, it was like a major nostalgia trip to go 20 years in the past and suddenly be catching fish in the same lake I was at when I was 16 years old. Um, and then it's like now I got kids. So I brought all my stuff with me and now we just go fishing together. Um, I never catch anything big, but. You know, it's a uh, it's the true optimist game out there. You're like, the next one's going to be huge. The next one's going to be great. We're going to get it done. By the end of the day, you're feeling terrible about yourself. But the next morning, you're like, huh, maybe this is the one. Maybe. I saw a post, uh, one of those posts on Twitter, of Ben Simmons fishing. It was Ben Simmons, Kyle Quinn and a uh, and a Sixers coach, I believe. And they were all wearing brand new, clearly bought at the store uh, Bass Pro Shops uh, trucker hats. And I immediately went and bought all three of us <laughs> these trucker hats because <laughs> I was like, these are now like they're NBA hats now. They're Except NBA hats. The two colors yeah. that Jamel and I got turned out to be women's sizes and don't fit us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though the teal and the pink hats both said one size fits all, they showed up with a sticker that said lady size. So, like what? Yeah. What does that even mean, guys? Anyway, I, yeah, I like fish. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your what's your Twitter handle, Trey? I'm Trey Kirby. T R E Y K E R B Y. We're No Dunks Inc. I N C everywhere for me as well. Um, and yeah, we're podcasting every day and sometimes twice a day. Same on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Beautiful. I think it's one of the best uh, uh, crosses between like purely informative and very funny uh podcast nba podcasts out there uh we're very funny but not informative at all 
So uh, it's nice that you have a podcast out there that gets both angles. I didn't even know where you were when I tried to point at you. So. <laughs> uh, Jamal, Peter, you guys got anything you want to plug? Jamal, got any uh, Zoom shows coming up? Uh, I got some shit on a on roof. Uh, check that out. No more info. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Mike. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. Now, when people ask me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT.